Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I know I look strange and awkward and I feel just as strange and awkward without Jamie here with me. Some but, of you uh, have never seen this side of Rachel, the side that's not attached to Jamie. Un- very uncomfortable. I need to like at least FaceTime her or like something. I'm just very... But we have Josh. We should have done like a Jamie sock puppet. That yeah. would have been fun. And I don't know that either one of us could have talked as much further. That's true. My hand would be tired. Yeah, yeah. So. But uh, we have Josh and you know, it's, it's what it is. But I uh, could have brought my water jug baseball and initiated you into the group of the... No? No. Jamie, come back. Yeah. <laughs> So we've been talking a lot about joy and uh, the different perspectives of that. So we're going to kind of look at that again today. Um, Thinking about uh, a person trying to run a complicated machinery. And if they were never taught how to do such things, they would be very frustrated. I just imagine like, like dad cleaning the ice cream machine <laughs> or something like yeah. like just if you don't know how you were not taught, it's very frustrating. You can't find joy. It's just almost impossible really to even run it um properly and so but imagine if the person that made that machine was like this is how you do it this is the intended use this is you know and and just thoroughly explained what it does the functions and how to use it then you could you could run it you could understand how to how to do this and um i can attest this it's kind of a a small scale of it in my life but a little testimony from me um within the first three years of our marriage we were 21, we had two kids, and we had just bought our first house. You and CJ. Yes, not via Josh. No, no, no. confusion there. Just have to add that note in there. <laughs> and so needless to say, things were a little bit rough in the um, first few years. And I was trying to figure out how to be a mom and how to be a wife. And so like, I looked, of course, to anyone in the same phase of life, whether that was the world or the church. Didn't really matter. Like, somebody help me. <laughs> That's all I cared about. The problem was I was trying to operate life the way other people were operating in life, whether correctly or not correctly. And it wasn't the way the creator intended. And so I was left feeling empty and frustrated. And honestly, this part of my life was what I had dreamt of and wanted for my, like, since I was a little girl. And so it was finally to this phase of life that I had been wanting and dreaming. And I was like, this is it. Like, this this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I hoped for. This was, I was just very, I felt... Buyer's remorse. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. But yeah. I she loves just, her kids, I promise. Yeah. And CJ. Yes, all of them. Uh, but I definitely had no joy and just felt miserable, in the, even though I felt like this is what I was created for. Like, um, just didn't feel satisfied of what I needed to be. And so I, ooh, sorry, I, you know, as a good Christian mom and wife, Thought CJ and the kids were the problem. <laughs> like, this is what you guys are doing wrong. If you guys would do this, CJ, just take out the trash when it's full. Kids, just put your dirty dishes yeah. in the dishwasher. I can't wait for him to watch so this episode. <laughs> then I could be happy, right? If they did the things that they needed to do, they're the reason I'm not happy. And that made the issue much worse. It, just, <laughs> it didn't help anything. So even though I knew I was created for this, I just felt like my machine wasn't running the way it was supposed to. And I had come to grips with the way I saw things in the world or even the modern church and the things just wasn't the way it was created to run. Like everyone around me, I felt like wasn't doing it right either. So what do you do? You know, what do you, how do you overcome this? And so one night I can remember it so clearly, I hit rock bottom, nothing really happened. Me and CJ were fighting 
no idea what it was about, but we, like I said, probably we had the garbage. Two, yeah, probably the garbage. We had two little kids and things were just stressful. And I had ended up in my bathroom alone and crying and crying. God, there has to be more to this. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's all bad. And that night forever changed my life. <laughs> To make the long story short, he worked and changed me, and he still is. And uh, through through many different resources, I read lots of books, podcasts, conversations with people, messages, just lots of different ways. Um, but he changed me, and honestly, I don't really know that CJ or the kids ever changed. <laughs> they still do the same thing. <laughs> they need to visit the bathroom. <laughs> but, uh, but it wasn't. It was, it's not necessarily what the problem is, it's what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. And so um, it, was, it was a hard change, it was an ugly change, and I don't know who all knew about what was going on at the time, but um, I now know through God how to operate my machine, my life. Um, doesn't mean that I always do it correctly. There are times I'll tell CJ all the time, like, I know what I'm doing wrong. I know how to do this correctly. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm just not doing it. But the things that, that used to be such a burden, um, taking out the trash is really one of them. I, I think it stems from living at home. Dad and Josh always took out the trash. Like me and mom never so had do. to touch it. And so like, I just naturally thought like CJ's going to take out the trash. <laughs> that's what happens. Well, that's not how it worked in his house. And so the trash never got taken out. <laughs> and now what used to be a fight and a burden, I find joy in getting to take the trash out for my family. I find joy in all of the things that made me mad and that were a burden. I, I, I can be happy and have joy through those. It's simple things, but God worked in me and showed me what I was created for. I believe um, that, you know, God created women to be the helpmate for the men. And, you know, we have a, a motherly instinct and I wasn't able to find that the way the world was showing it because it's not the same you know right. the way god intended motherhood and, and wifing and this is very awkward for you, you can't That's relate to anything but uh instead of looking at all the wrong places and how to operate the machine i went to the creator and he showed me how and all of the things that frustrated me and that i was you know twisting the wrong thing and pulling and all the things i was doing wrong he's like this is how you do it and once you do that, it's just the difference in my life is unbelievable and how much joy I can truly have now in, in knowing how yeah. to do things. One of the things that I was thinking when you are talking about that, so I don't deal with a lot of machinery. She talked about, we used to both work at a, a Dairy Queen, which had the big soft serve ice cream machine. So every Saturday-ish. Saturday morning, yeah. Yeah, we, had to, yeah, we would do every Saturday morning. We have to go in and you have to empty all the ice cream out and mm -hmm. change, like take every piece apart, wash it and reassemble it. So that, that's about as deep into machinery as I get. And it's <laughs> yes, been quite a few years. Yes. But what I can relate to, like when you're talking about that, and it's kind of the same concept. I have put a, I have put together an ungodly amount of furniture in my life. <laughs> I hate with a pa Ikea, you can just rot. Like I, I hate putting together furniture. I worked for a uh, nursing home uh, for six years. Um, and I was the only, I was the only guy on staff. So naturally, had to put all the furniture together, um, like getting our own home, you know, put furniture together, the church, put furniture together, like everywhere I go, gotta put furniture I together. I don't know if I have I furniture that needs to put together. <laughs> putting furniture together with a passion so much. I hate it. 
But this is the thing, and I really came to learn this spiritually, and it just it's kind of like Rachel said, like it really is life-changing if you can really grasp this. <laughs> There's nothing more frustrating than sitting down with the instructions and trying to put all the pieces together and trying to do what the paper says. And then coming to find out that there's a piece missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about this on the mm-hmm. podcast. Have I talked about this on the podcast? I know I've talked I about it in Sunday school. I was like Sunday school. So I, for example, now I'm going to just start babbling. Yeah, uh, I'll try not to cry about my furniture, yeah. uh, but I can't guarantee you anything. But I remember there was a uh, really, really nice uh, dresser, ginormous dresser that they bought at the nursing home I worked at. And I think it came from Kroger, not Kroger. <laughs> was like, big lots <laughs> in the freezer section <laughs> next to the lot. peas and carrots. No, uh, big lots. Yeah, the same parking lot in Sadowski. Anyways, I think it was, I could be mistaken, but anyways, it's this really large dresser. And I remember they got it to me, you know, you get it all out, you get the instructions out, you get the list and you know, you're finding all the pieces. It's all. So I finally get like what I can put together and like, I'm just hitting a, a dead end. Like I'm reading the instructions. I'm looking at the pieces. I'm like, this is just not adding up. Well, come to find out the manufacturers forgot to add literally like one of the sides of the dresser <laughs> that holds everything together. And so literally failure. And what I come to realize spiritually is that that is how I live. I live frustrated, angry at times, disappointed, discouraged, because things aren't working like they're supposed to. Things aren't going according to the instructions, according to the plan. But this is what I came to learn spiritually. You can trust God to include all the pieces. Mm-hmm. You can trust God that the instructions are always flawless, always perfect. And so like Rachel told us, if you'll go back to the original creator, if you'll go back to God himself and say, listen, I don't know how to be a dad. Or mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to be a husband. I don't know how to be a son or a daughter, or a grandchild. I don't know how to be a nephew. I don't know how to be a church person, a youth group kid. I don't know how to be whatever it is, insert the blank there. Or maybe it's even your life. Like, I don't know how to do my job. And I hope you're not a brain surgeon <laughs> or something, but maybe, you know, you know, I don't know how to do my job. I don't know how to, you know, the Lord wants me to sing. I don't know how to sing. Whatever it is that you find yourself in and you see that you're failing and you see that you are flopping and you just can't get it right. Chances are you're not going according to the creator's plans because he's included all things. Uh, Second Peter says he's given us all things for life and godliness. So everything's included. The box of life comes with all the pieces that you're going to need and his instructions are flawless. There's not a single uh, step missing. And so anytime we're frustrated, anytime we're lacking joy, it's because we're not going back to the yeah. creator. We're, we're trying to figure it out on our own. Men are infamous for trying to, I won't say how many times I've done it, mm-hmm. but we won't look at the instructions, right? right? We know better than Ikea. Mm-hmm. And so we try to, you know, this is obviously a leg. This is obviously a screw. Like, I'm just going to figure this thing out. And a lot of times it adds to Five frustration. Yeah, later. it's frustration. And you got this like donkey looking dresser that's like disconfigured. Uh, but I don't know. I've just really come to learn that. Like, you can trust God. Yeah. You can always depend on his instructions and his provision. He's always given you what you need. He's always given you the plan. All you have to do is trust him and do as he says. Sometimes that doesn't make sense. Sometimes that means crying in your bathroom. Sometimes that means learning, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense, but do you trust him? Do you right. trust that it's a flawless plan and all the pieces are there? Right. Um, and and for me too, it's kind of the next thing I had was oftentimes if I start if life starts falling apart or I'm getting mad at the kids more, I'm getting frustrated more, or, you know, your pieces start falling apart or whatever. I go back to, if you want the instructions or whatever. And I realized that I was trying to take a shortcut. 
Sure. I was taking it back into my hands. What you know, I don't. I know that this plus this equals this, but let's take out this right. and put in what I want. Right. And it doesn't work that way. It yep. has to be the way the instructions say. Because if it's not, there's no other way yep. to put Jesus that stuff over together. You. Yeah, it has to be His yep. way. Yep. Good. Good talk. Do you have anything else to add? I don't know. I just one thing that I you also said this. This is supposed to be Rachel's episode, so I'm like trying so hard, like. Jamie wouldn't be talking right now. Actually, she probably would be yeah. talking right now. Uh, so, so go ahead. <laughs> so I'll just go ahead. Uh, but one thing you said, like, I lost it. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. And it's on camera yeah, you know, this time. Yeah, water drink, yeah, water drink baseball, please. Shoot. Now you have to start over. Maybe I'll think oh, of it no. again. Mm, I liked it too. I don't know what it was. But it was Must good. Have been that yeah, good whatever she said, it was good. Hmm. All right, so do you have anything else besides whatever that might have been? Mm. No. <laughs> I am empty right now. Very empty. Oh. Crickets. That's all I hear. Okay, well, mm. you can't even see them. All right, well, the considerable quote, you, you remember, you can't see anything. The crickets are not, they're hypothetical crickets. Oh, you can't oh no. See them if you see crickets. Oh, you don't see those? Okay. <laughs> The considerable quote today is um, from uh, I don't know how to say that last name. Drummond. Yeah, it's like a lot of M's. Drummond. That might be a typo. There might be one too many. Matthew Drummond. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one, I think it's Matthew Drummond. <laughs> Matthew. Mr. Okay, Matthew, Matthew. This is something. from Matthew. Uh, no one can get joy by merely asking for it. It is one of the ripest fruits of the Christian life, and like all fruits, it must be grown. Mm, I thought of it. Do you want me to go back? I we could go silence the crickets. Okay. CJ, if you can do like a rewind, like so. I was thinking you said something, and it was actually really good. Uh, We're not used to that. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. How many times can we? Okay, I think I thought it. So this is something that the Lord has really been pressing in my life, and even in this church, and even in camp, like a lot of ways with unmovable. There is no such thing as a unfixable brokenness in Christianity. And what I mean by that is if you see in your Christian life that something's not adding up, something's not right, he has a solution. There is a solution. The answer is never to just accept it for broken. Right. He always, always makes something out of the brokenness. He never leaves us in a broken state. We talked about that in Shattered in 2019. Always there's something to do with that brokenness to make it into something else. Um, and so like whether it's a mom and you're like, this is just not working. Seek the solution. Mm -hmm. If you're a Christian and you find yourself stumbling and, and falling, seek the solution. If it's your church, right? Things are not functioning properly in your church. Seek the solution. Never, ever, ever, ever does he call us to leave it broken down, to leave it flawed. Um, there's always an answer and the answer comes from the maker. Oh. Oh, I hope that was worth it. That was very burdensome oh. for me. I feel like I need a nap. Probably. Would you like to say Matthew Drum? No, I think, again? I think we can move on to the song of the day. Okay, I'll try to be quiet. Uh, is, yeah. It's we miss Jamie. Same as Jamie. We miss so. Jamie, yeah. <laughs> the song for today is by Jason Gray, Remind Me Who I Am. Remind me of anything I can think of, yeah. honestly. That'd be a great song. Yeah. Well, this was interesting to say the least. <sighs> I'm going to have to. Next week, Jamie will be back and I will be gone. Yeah, and then the following week, I will be gone. Well, I will be here next week. But I won't be here next week. 
You two will do it without me next week. Well, what have I done without you? You always do it without me. It's Jamie's turn. I can't remember. Okay, this is awkward. <laughs> Are you still watching, you creepers? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Someone will be here next week. Someone will talk to you. I promise. I will try to... I forgot what it is. <laughs> I will try to remember if I'm supposed to be here. Okay, I don't know. We should say bye now. This okay, is getting bad. Right. This is getting awkward. Please come back next week. Please don't judge us by this episode. We miss Jamie. Yep. Till next time, continue on to Christ.